Good morning, Tappers! Good morning, Tappers! Oh, Megan, I just learned I gotta be quiet because our next door neighbor stopped us in the hallway one night at midnight um, and said, um, hi, um, so I can hear everything in your bathroom. <laughs> I'm sorry, He's but like, I, I feel like maybe she shouldn't be listening to you guys shitting. She's like, I can hear everything. And I'm like, okay, because, you know, I'm singing in the shower, you know, I'm dancing, I'm jamming to music. So I'm like, yeah. okay, I guess you can hear that. But she's like, I can hear you shutting your cabinet doors. So <laughs> from now on, our bathroom door is shut and our bedroom door is shut just so we don't disturb the neighbor. And uh, she said she's not a morning person. So if we could be um, uh, shutting our door a little bit quieter, she'd be very, that would be very appreciative. <laughs> okay. I feel like that's not your problem. That's a construction problem. That when I said she's like, I got um, like greenery on the wall. She's like, I got those felt pads that like refract or absorb audio and sounds. She's like, whatever I can't, I can just always hear sound and everything. And I'm like, that's funny because I literally hear nothing. And all of our guests that have come by that have stayed here have been like, we literally hear nothing. <laughs> I I wonder if she has that, what is it, misophilioma? Or no, the one where <laughs> the, the uh, sounds are annoying or something. That definitely yeah. sounds like a her problem. So are you telling me that you guys, out of all of the people that have lived in your unit, that she's only ever had a problem with you? Oh, no. She said she's heard the last people too. Okay. Well, that's a but her problem. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, you know. I didn't make the doors. I didn't construct the layouts of the rooms. It's not my fault. So I don't know. We just shut the door and like when I'm in the bathroom, I don't want to talk. So, <laughs> <laughs> but then I got the washer and dryer running here at 6 a.m. And I'm like, I hope it wakes that bitch up because if I, she's going to be yelling at me for doing my laundry. I mean, it's not my fucking fault. I'm not living my life around your, te- your schedule. Time you get up, time you go to work. It's not my problem. So. That's my my Friday morning rant for everybody. (laughs) Well, just like um, apartment inspections, okay, you can't live your life around other people. Right. So it's like, if you have a problem, put some earplugs in. Has she ever heard of earplugs? They work great. Right. So I don't know what her problem is. Um, I'm not dealing with it. I'm not talking to her. Uh, She's got problems. Because if she's up there, I bet she's got a cup to her ear to the wall, listening to our conversations and trying to hear everything. Be like, oh. Bitch, shut up. Is she? Old? I pay enough to live here. I am not being quiet. Is she She's old? Maybe like thirties, late thirties. Oh well, then I guess she just has issues. She's got issues. Well, Megan, let me tell you what. I had a great weekend over at um, Colt Castle. Now, <laughs> <laughs> the land, the land of Disney. Now, I know this. My little speech here might be a little offensive to Megan because she is a, a Disney adult herself. She has the backpack. She has the iconic lounge fly backpack. I know I was making fun of it last week, but let me tell you what, those backpacks are your entry, the gateway to the cult at Disney. <laughs> well, because you're like, what's a lounge fly? I've never heard of that before. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you what, every girl, every girly, has a variation of that backpack. It is a cult, Megan. It is insane. So to start off our Disney adventures here, you know, we we were on this trip with Patrick's grandparents and um, they're not parks people. So they weren't going to the parks and all that. 
Um, and I'm not like, you know, I'm not really wanting to go to like the parks and everything. I don't want to do all that. So we just kind of sat by the resorts and sat by the pools. Um, we went to Jumbo House. We went to the, um, <laughs> I kept calling it the United Kingdom, Animal Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, God. We saw the giraffes. We saw the animals. We sat by the pools. Um, and it was a great time. So let me tell you what, Mike. We were even at the parks. And I saw all of those backpacks. I saw all the girlies with their ears on. And um, I don't know if it was just our resort or what it was. Um, but I think this is why Disney's just not for me. Because there's so many children. There are so many kids. Mm. So many parents who don't know how to be a parent. And how to wrangle their kids. And they're running around screaming. And it's just a lot. So I wish next time I could stay at a resort that didn't allow kids. Is that okay? So you're not going to find that. I don't think you're going to find that at Disney. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Well, that's interesting you say that because I feel like I see the criticism by a lot of like families now that it's like it's overrun by adults um, trying to pretend to be children and like this is a place for families and kids and there's a bunch of adults here, like single adults. So it's well, funny I, that you're like, where? why are all the kids here? <laughs> well, I don't know if it was just my my resort or where I, wherever I was, but there were just so many kids. Well, they call it the value resort. I learned. I'm learning all the terms here. Yes, it was a value yes. resort. So it's like we're all like the mainly families go because they got fucking five kids. Got to put them in a, a, a resort somewhere and the cheapest ones are at the value ones. So that's why I probably all the kids were at mine. But I did see a lot of, like, people our age or a little bit older, you know, couples and, you know, full full attire. You know, they got the backpacks, they got the ears. And I'm like, I don't know, it might be a little odd. Like, I felt like I was, like, a little, like, predator, predator-ish. Like, I felt like I was just, like, an adult, like, around this, like, family and kids resort. And I'm like, I don't feel like I should be here. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting looked twice at. <laughs> Uh, well maybe like i feel like we were only we only did those when i was a kid or like a teenager so like when i went as an adult like with all adults um we were at the saratoga springs which i think is like a moderate yeah so um and we were we were hardly there maybe that's part of it too we Mm. we had an itinerary we had rides that we wanted to go to so it was chop, chop, chop. We went there yeah. to sleep and that was it. So yeah. I don't even think I encountered anyone because we were gone before anyone was up and we were back when everyone was in bed. So well, <laughs> we didn't see I, anybody. I hear Saratoga Springs is a really nice uh, resort. It's one of the nicer ones. Um, we went to, let me give you where I, where I went. Maybe you did the same thing. We went to All Stars. Um we went to Katani Animal Kingdom. We went to Jumbo House Animal Kingdom. Those ones are like literally you're in the Serengeti. You're like in Africa. Uh, you walk into the lobby. I, I can't see anything. I need the flashlight on my phone. It's so damn dark in there because they're trying to set the scene. Like, you know, they're in like a little hut or whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I get, <laughs> I get the aesthetic and what's going on here. But like I can barely see how are these elderly people getting around here. Um, and even the rooms, the rooms were so dark and dingy, dark wood. And I'm like, oh my God, like I need some light. So I heard Saratoga Springs is like very bright and airy and like, you know, 
that's kind of more my vibe. I'm not like going out into the jungle here. Um, we went to the pools there. Then we went to the Grand Floridian. And Megan, let me Ooh. tell you what, the Grand Floridian is where I belong. That is my establishment. You know, it's luxury, it's glitz, it's glam, it's fancy. Everyone's dressed up like it's like back in the 60s playing polo, you know, like on the horses, equestrian. Like that's my kind of, like that's where I was like, oh, I belong here. You know, fancy <laughs> tables, you know, it's mm-hmm. just nice. Um, and then from there, we took a boat ride from downtown Disney. Well, I don't know. Do they call it downtown Disney? They're telling me they call it Disney Springs or something now. Yeah. So downtown Disney, I think they changed it in like 2010. Oh, okay. To Disney Springs. Yeah. When I went there the first time in like 2005, it was downtown Disney. But yeah, Disney, they like, that's like where the adults are. Like they've got like fucking clubs. They've got like, like there was a burlesque show when we were there. Like, oh my God. Yeah, at, at the, there was like a steampunk bar or something. Well, Patrick's grandmother was hyping it up. She's like, it used to be one street, now there's two. And she said, that's like Rodeo Drive, baby. And I was like, oh, Rodeo Drive, okay. We're going to Gucci, we're going to Prada. Give me the Louis Vuitton, give me the Givenchy. I get down there and I see I see Zara, I see free people, I see anthropology. I'm like, girl, this is not Rodeo Drive. We got two different opinions of what Rodeo Drive is here. <laughs> I'm walking around like, where's the Gucci? Where's the Prada? Didn't see it. I saw Zara though. You know, I guess I guess Zara is luxury to his grandmother. <laughs> yeah, well, Zara also made an appearance on the mole. <gasps> she did, and we, me and Patrick, definitely gasped when Zara was make ma- that tag was that tag was shown <laughs> all on purpose. I was like, I know her. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen her. Um, so we enjoyed downtown Disney. We got drinks down there. Um, but it was quite quite busy. I was like, I don't even want to oh, be yeah. here. We didn't really do it. We just walked around because I'd never seen it. Um, and then the next day, we took a boat from downtown Disney to Old Key West. Um, I was like, cool, we're taking a boat. And then we just stayed at the pool there, did the resort thing, whatever, got drinks with the, the bartender. Um, and then we came back. And then that's when we went to Raglan House or Raglan Road, whatever, the Irish place. Let me tell you what, Megan, that was giving me all the feels. I was like, I'm sitting here. I'm just sitting there clapping like this, drinking my Guinness. You know, I'm like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm back in Ireland. Like, I was giving all the feels. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I want to go back. But then I was like, I'm sitting at the table, and, like, these Irish step dancers are, like, on the stage doing the jig, doing the dance, whatever. And I'm like, I'm looking at Patrick. I'm like, they don't do this in Ireland. You know, this is, like, all of a side. Like, this does not happen in Ireland. I know. There, remember when we saw that there's this tiny, tiny, like tiny, like it was advertised nowhere. We're asking, where is it? Where is it? And it's like this three by three square of like yeah. two women, like half heartedly dancing <laughs> when we and were in Ireland. We waited hours to see it. Authentic Irish dancers. Yeah, so I think that's definitely like an old, like an old fashioned thing that they just don't really probably don't do yeah. anymore. It'd yeah. be like coming to America and be like, um, "Where are you, like your revolutionary Civil War soldiers? <laughs> like, where are they? Like, yeah, are they just know. marching around? Yeah." <laughs> so that was probably the highlight of my trip. I loved the Irish setting. You know, I am Irish, even though I don't look at now. I got a nice glow going here. You see me glowing, Megan. Nice little tan. I'm all glowed up from my trip. Um, um, and then after Raglan Road, Raglan House, whatever, we took the Skyliner. Oh, I haven't have you- gone on the Skyliner yet because they were building it last time I was there. Oh, yeah. A great time. I mean, let me tell you what. Um, 
Okay, one thing I've learned, you don't even need um, a wristband to do really anything. You don't need to pay. You don't pay for any transportation. The shuttles are all free. Everything's free. So, like, we took an Uber, and our Uber driver was going into the resort. You know how they stop you at the front gate? Like, oh, are you a guest here or whatever? Uber yeah. driver's like, oh, I'm just dropping off. We don't have a reservation. We don't have a room or anything at uh, Animal Kingdom. We got right in. We could go right down by the pool. There's no gate or anything to go to the pool. I'm like, we don't have to be resident. We don't have to have a reservation. Anybody can just do this. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Resort hopping. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then you take the Skyliner. You don't need to have a band. You don't need to have anything with Disney. You could just hop on it. It's free. And it literally takes you right directly into the parks. I'm like, this is like genius. You know, that's why I get, I get the hype of Disney. I get it. It's, they really do it big. Like everything is like mm-hmm. the small details, you know, the devil's in the details. It, they do it. They know what they're doing. They know how to make things look quality and it's like grand. So I like, I get the hype, but let me tell you what I, it was just a lot. <laughs> this is a lot for me oh like, yeah it's it's a lot it's not a vac. well the way i do it it's not a vacation right like i under <laughs> the parks you know it's a lot going on there and i'm like I, I just don't think it's for me i you know if we go i will be happy to go to the grand floridian i'll sit by the pool have my little drinky drink you know i'll go to my little uh uh dinner at night you know i'll do that that's kind of like me but i don't know i just don't find it enjoyable unless like I had a kid or like a cousin or like Kerrigan. That's why I'm like, we have to take Kerrigan to Disney. Cause like she would love it. But for me, I don't know. I just didn't grow up at Disney. So I don't, I guess I just mm-hmm. don't appreciate it as much as like you or like other people. Yeah. Like, well, it says something for even someone who isn't like a, like a Disney adult for you to like right. find enjoyment for it really is like, has something for everybody. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And the thing that I like always remember, even as a kid, is just like they take such good care of you like you will not see a like teenager who's like moping who's like oh what do you want like what can i do for you what can i help you with like everyone is like it's like they're excited that you are there you specifically you sean bissonette they are so happy that you are there and they're going to take care of your every need you know and you feel and it like adds to that magic of like yes this is a special place i'm special you know Mm -hmm. well i i mean i definitely felt that like we could be walking around in like the forest like deep in the woods and there would be a disney employee in the woods asking if we needed directions or help you know like there is somebody standing at like every corner of Every uh, walkway, there's always somebody there. Like, we were walking out of, uh, like, the shuttle station. There was a lady standing there at 8 p.m. at night holding a a sign with a QR code asking if we could take a survey. I'm like, (laughs) girl, it's 8 p.m. It's pitch black out here, and you're asking people to take a survey? I'm like, how much is she getting paid, you know? I'm like, there's people just standing around here doing literally nothing. And they're like, like interacting with you or like telling you like, hi, how's your day going? Like, do you need any help? Welcome to Disney, whatever. And I'm like, how much are they getting paid to just stand there and say hi? You know, I'm like, they must be treated well. So, I mean, it is, 
you know you're going to get taken care of. If there's any issues, you know, you're probably going to get taken care of. The customer service is great. Everybody's happy. Everybody's thriving. You know, even at the value resort, everybody was thriving. <laughs> well, and also the the thing about Disney is that they commit to the bit. Like if you go to Galaxy Galaxy's Edge, like they are in like Star Wars cosplay. Oh my like, god. They 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 didn't have that. It was like only open to like Disney members. Like it wasn't fully open when I was there, but at oh, the like Avatar the, Land, the they DVC were like members. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you, so you're, you're. What do you call her, Meme, or what do you call her? Sithu. Sithu, Sithu. <laughs> so, so your Sithu was able to go to Galaxy's Edge before I was. Oh, but, <laughs> but um, what was I say? Oh yeah, when we were like in the Avatar, the what is it, Pandora or whatever, we were in the Avatar world. Yeah. And they were like, s- some of the workers like knew the special Naviti language or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. Like they, com- well, and that's like part of it too. Like for someone who's a big fan for everyone to like, just all be pretending together. I yeah. feel like, like well, I literally, when I went to the um, Beauty and the Beast castle, I was literally in tears because it was just. <laughs> Like everything I thought it was gonna be, and it was perfect. And that like <laughs> is my favorite Disney story of all time. The first like who's this grown woman just crying in the castle? <laughs> yeah, I'm crying in the castle. <laughs> you're you're trying to get to the secret room up at the top, weren't you? There is one. I thought it was for like the Make a Wish kids. Oh no, that's Cinderella's castle. I'm talking oh. about the Beauty and the Beast. This one is new. They, I think they just do lunch. It's like a buffet. Oh, but still, even a buffet like building, they're like <laughs> grand. You know, yeah. grand cathedral ceilings and and the food. Oh my god, we're at Animal Kingdom, and they got like cuisine from like Africa, and they do the full buffet there too. And I was like, okay, I could stay here, <laughs> but I mean, oh yeah. I'm looking at the pricing and I'm like, oh my God. Prices were kind of like, honestly, at some places the prices weren't too bad. I'm like, this is cheaper than Boston. <laughs> yeah. And well, I know that um, it was like when last time I was there and I had to like, when I was an adult and I had to pay for myself, it was pretty affordable with the dining plan. But I think that once with COVID, they took the dining plan away. I don't mm-hmm. know if they're going to bring that back, but I feel like it's probably a lot more expensive. Yeah, they got rid with of the it. dining plan. You'd get a, if you're an adult, alcoholic drink, an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert every meal. That's insane. Yeah. Well, and then we, you'd all you'd work it off by the end of the day, <laughs> right? Or, you know, by the next day. But yeah. like. You, but I mean, that's, and of course there were some that was like, oh, this is like a specialty item. Like you have to pay for it. Yeah. Like, um, the calf or like there's ones that was like their signature restaurant. So they count as like two meals instead of one sort of thing. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, I would definitely just be going to like the flaming tree barbecue or whatever <laughs> every day <laughs> without the, <laughs> without the fucking uh, meal plan. So. Yeah. Well, Megan, maybe one of these days, maybe our trip. You know, maybe me, you, Alexa, and Leah can take a little care again to Disney. You know, that would be so much fun to bring her. Like, I could do it again with, like, a little child. Like, oh, look at, there's Mickey. You know, like, that would be so much fun. I just don't know if I can yeah. do it myself. <laughs> like, I feel like if um, if 
because it's very hard to me not go balls to the wall, but I feel like if I have a child, then it's like, okay, it's not about me. It's about the child. And right. so I'll be able to like, yeah. at, le- at least wait until Kerrigan can like talk. She can't even walk yet. So let's wait till she could talk. I know. I know. <laughs> walk I want to like, remember it at least. Cause I've had memories from like vacations and stuff. And as a kid, and I still remember them and I'm glad that my parents yeah. did it when I could actually hold a memory, you know? So, well, my, I think, I, I think our talk about Disney is, um, it's done here. Put it close to that chapter. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I, I we are 20 minutes and I lost track. Of, when it comes to Disney, I have a lot of things to say, a lot of thoughts. So you're gonna have to rein me in here. Well, may, maybe in the next few years, Megan, you'll be a, a, a DVC member. You you'll be you'll be down there every single year. Hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Megan. Well, before we get into today's hot topic. Um, singular. Um, I think we should get into the poor before the four. Oh my gosh, we haven't even done that. No. So I have a little story. So you know, I you know me. I go anywhere outside of um, my little city here in Fort Lauderdale. Um, I gotta test out the thrift stores. I gotta see what's going on. You know, is this a viable place for me to be living um, if I don't live in Fort Lauderdale? <laughs> you know, I just want to make yeah. sure <laughs> that the thrifting is good. Um, so as we were thrifting, I found a lot. Uh, you know, remember, remember last week, I just got my new Dollar Tree iced coffee cup. Well, that one made its way to the trash can because it doesn't compare to my <laughs> Starbucks tumblers that I got here. And these puppies are like 20 bucks each at Starbucks. Um, I got 13 of them for a dollar each. So that's what I'm putting oh, my iced coffee my in today. I got a whole shit ton of them. And these are the best ones for iced coffee. Um, I don't know. They just hold it correctly, hold the right amount. But last time I had one. I put a knife in it. <laughs> so sometimes what I do. Why? Well, sometimes before I put cream cheese in my bagel, I'll stir my coffee with the knife. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'll Save just like dishes. Flip, flick it in the sink and I'll wipe it with a towel. Then I'll put the cream cheese on. So I'm like, you know, one knife for two, two and one. But one, t- one day I put the knife in too aggressively and it cracked the bottom. <laughs> Oh my god! And then I was like, "Oh fuck! I don't want to buy another one." So I got thirteen of them now for a dollar. So I'm good to go for a while. So that's what I got. I got my iced coffee and my new cup, and it's got a mermaid. Doesn't she look like me? Um, sure. Yes, you look like an ethereal mermaid with big old titties. <laughs> well, Megan, what are you drinking today? Um, so I have my usual Colombian coffee, um, but I have it in a hearth and hand mug, courtesy from of Jonathan. I was going to say, is oh. that hearth and hand? <laughs> that is hearth and hand, hand and hearth. And it's a love mug. And then when love. you drink it and it's empty, it's got a little heart at the oh bottom. God. A little oh surprise. <laughs> We're so silly. Goofy haha. We're just in a goofy silly mood. All right, Megan, now that we have our drinks, let's get into today's hot topic. Okay, Megan, so today's hot topic, we really wanted to talk about, well, I put in the notes that I wanted to talk about it, but it's, it's big news. When this when this story dropped, I mean, I was watching the news. My eyes were glued. I wanted to know what was going on, what's happening, because you don't hear about this kind of shit anymore these days. Assassinations, you know, we don't really talk about them these days. Um yeah, security's but just too tight. Too tight. You know, it's we're talking about today, Paul, Polly, Pelosi, and what's going on. We're, we're, we're going to dive in deep. We're going to see what's going on and um, what's going on with the suspect, um, his history, 
and um, all the details. So, Megan, do you want to start it off here for us? This was November 1st, right? <laughs> I'm starting it off well. <laughs> Hold on. Let me pull up. No. It was... Uh, oh, no. I was thinking right. of the rapper. Hold on. Oh. He died on... Pelosi. I know. I got the dates mixed up. Okay. So, on a day... <laughs> Friday the 28th. So, Friday the 28th, a... Assailant broke into the posting <laughs> home. I love when you put, you put your reporter voice on. An assailant had broken into. <laughs> they always, you know, assassinators, they always have three names. So this is David Wayne DePape, DePop, DePape. 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 Um, <laughs> broke into the Pelosi home in hopes of. Nancy Pelosi being there, but she was in Washington, D.C. at the time. So Mm -hmm. his plan, supposedly, this is what he told authorities, was to tie her to a chair and ask her um, certain political questions. And if she lied, he'd hit her in the kneecaps. (laughs) I guess. This is a perfect moment to be asking those yes or no questions. You know when politicians do that? They're on the debate stage and they're like, yes or no. Would you do this? And the politician's like, well, you see, my answer is this. And, um, you know, I wouldn't do this, but I would do this. And they're like, you didn't answer my question. Yes or no? Like, that's when I would be like, yes or no, Nancy? Yes or no? <laughs> oh, I'm sure that was his plan. <laughs> <laughs> well, it says he allegedly had in his possession a hammer, a roll of tape, white rope, one pair of rubber, and cloth gloves. What was he going to do with that? And zip ties, like Megan said. I mean, he came prepared. You know, when the story broke and he came in there with um, a hammer, I'm like, okay, if he's coming in there to kill or do some damage, you know, at least bring a gun. You know, why are you bringing a hammer out of all things? <laughs> well, a hammer, I feel like it's personal. Like that with a gun, yeah. you, you're not like grunting and going, you know, you're just boop, boop. boop. Yeah. <laughs> So, but um, Nancy wasn't home. And I got, so Paul Pelosi, her husband, is 82 years old. Okay. And this man, he's going to defend his fucking home. I got to say, I don't Mm -hmm. care how you feel about Nancy or whatever, but Paul Pelosi is an American man, the way he was (laughs) 82 years old defending his home. I mean, he's just a man in his his boxer shorts and a sleep shirt trying to get some shut eye. And um, yeah. they, he's got Mr. David De, David DePape, or Paul pa, who David DePape, standing yeah. over his bed, staring at him. Could you imagine waking up and somebody's standing, standing over, to, over top of you? Oh, my God. That is terrifying. Like, I feel like that's my nightmare sometimes, is, like, mm. waking up in my eyes and someone's staring over me. Yeah, so he's standing over Paul Pelosi's bed, okay, and he is clobbering. It's clobbering time. No, he didn't clobber yet. Him and Paul had a little discussion, and he was asking Polly, where's Nancy? Where's oh. Nancy? I need to ask her some questions. Oh, and- right. Wasn't it like he was trying to talk him down for like a half an hour? Yeah. So Polly was like, she's not here. She's over in Washington. And he said, I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> that's Allegedly, that's what it said that happened. It said that he asked where Nancy was, and he said, she's not here. And he said, well, I'll wait for her. Oh, and didn't <laughs> and then somehow Paul got into the bathroom and that's where he made the nine one one call, right? Yeah. So I I'm like, you know, I'm so curious about like what this interaction was like, what actually happened, because I feel like if he actually came in there to kill, I mean, 
he literally walked in, was standing next to Paul at his bedside. Uh, he could have killed him in his sleep. He could have killed him right there. But mm-hmm. instead, rather, he awoke him up and said, Paul, you know, he bumped him on the shoulder and said, wake up, wake up. Where's Nancy? <laughs> <laughs> like a little kid. Like, I got to go bathroom. Help me go bathroom. <laughs> so that's like, like you said, like he got into the bathroom, like, you know, was this like a cordial? Like, oh, was he like, okay, Nancy's out here. I'm going to go sit in the kitchen. You go, go to the bathroom, go take care of yourself. You know, what was this interaction? Like, how did he, did he like escape? Like he get out of his clutches and go into the bathroom and call 911. Like, I'm so curious about like what actually happened here. Well, um, and I read that he was kind of speaking in code a little bit to the 911. So I wonder if yes. he was like, if he made him have the door open or something. But the dispatcher said that she was able to decipher like the dire, the direness of the situation. Um, I wonder if he told him like, oh, let me go call Nancy. And so then he calls, oh. and that I know I was that was another point I was going to make. He spoke in code, which I wonder what the code language is like. Do we should we know the code language? Like, if, if we're in this situation, like, what's the code? We should know. Like, go climb up the apple tree or something. Like, maybe that's code for like help me. Well, I know. Like, I feel like there's been a bunch of trends on that. Like, I've saw seen a trend on TikTok that like if you call nine one one and order a pizza, then it's um like then they're like, oh, this is a domestic abuse situation. Yeah. And your abuser's right there. Or, like, I've even, um, we talked about this at the salon. Like, if someone sits in your chair and asks for an angel cut, that means that oh. um, their their boyfriend is there and they're, like, controlling them and, like, stuff <gasps> like that. Oh, that's, I mean, I've been in, um, well, I haven't been in the bathrooms, but I've been with other females who have been in the bathrooms. And, like, in the bathrooms... Sometimes they'll say, say this code word or say this sentence at the bar. And then the bartender, you know, like, I don't, there's like, what, isn't there like one iconic sentence you could say to the bartender, like, help me or like, get this oh, guy yeah. away from me. I think it's I ordering a certain drink. I don't remember what the drink name is called. Yes. But, but it's I like, heard, if you it, order a certain drink, then it's yeah. like, call me a cab or something or. Right. Or get security, get the bouncer to like, get this guy out of here or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but, uh, oh, I was going to say, uh, I was reading the article and it said that allegedly DePape expressed to police that he did not feel the need to leave after Pelosi had dialed 911. So I guess he knew he dialed 911. I don't know. Because much like the American founding fathers with the British, he was fighting against tyranny without the option of surrender. According to an affidavit. (laughs) <laughs> so a little loony a little loony tune mm-hmm. you know he knows his american history he probably if we brought him on the podcast he might do better in the labor day quiz than us <laughs> yeah. oh yeah he he knows the constitutional rights or something <laughs> yeah well i mean honestly good for him because megan i don't know if you knew this but he's actually an illegal immigrant and he's facing i just possible, saw that yes and he's facing possible deportation because he's from canada so apparently back in 2008 he crossed the Mexican border into the U.S. and he stayed here for four. He's been here ever since for fourteen years. So I'm like, I feel like that is is so wild because he kind of has like these very far right ideas. Is kind of yeah. like what the news has been saying. And his daughter was like, "Yeah, he these blog posts that he's written um, that were anti-Semitic and and stuff like that." And one of the things is like they don't like illegal immigration. So I'm like. 
I'm sorry. You're you're one of the people they don't like. Like just because it's can you're Canadian, not you know, a brown person. Like yeah. does it mean that, that you don't apply to that? Well, I was reading, and they were saying that you can come from Canada. Oops, excuse me. And it's like a soft visa. Like you can, you know, how like some countries you can only go for like three months or whatever. Apparently, from mm-hmm. Canada, you can stay for like six months, and it's fine. Well, because like, they, I'm sure they need fucking people. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so apparently Homeland Security is on the prowl and they're aware of um, his immigration status. And I don't know. Apparently he's a detainee. He could get sent back to Canada. I don't know. I mean, he's obviously going to get prosecuted here in America. But what's that mean? Eventually he could be sent back to Canada, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, like maybe he'll serve his sentence in Canada or something. I don't know. Yeah. But, um. I was going to say, oh, well, and it's like one of those things where it's like, it's definitely not like, oh, you know, he ran away. It could have been him. The cops actually, once they came, they witnessed mm. um, Paul Pelosi and David Wayne uh, DePape <laughs> struggling over the oh, hammer. You said David Wayne. I'm like, who's David Wayne? But I forgot that's his middle name. <laughs> yeah. David Wayne DePape struggling over the hammer and then him like hitting him yeah with it so it's like it's not really up for like <laughs> interpretation on that yeah because i don't think his his well his intentions as he said were not to come in to uh kill he was going to come in ask nancy some questions and if she lied he was going to break her kneecaps um but if she told the truth he was going to let her go so i think the whole struggle over the hammer and getting hit in the head i don't think he actually intended to do that until like you know it came to like pound town <laughs> yeah like i do we know kind of what led up to that because it seemed like they were like pretty i mean yeah paul pelosi was a hostage but he was kind of like a relaxed yeah um captor so do we know what kind of transpired by the time the police got there that because he was like he has had serious cranial damage like they had to go in he had skull fractures he was unconscious right. for three minutes like um he has to go to rehab like he's in hard shape in tough shape so like what was the I know. transition there and there's got to be um let's can we talk about the security aspect here because now when i guess when nancy's home there's police details there's capital mm-hmm. police you know she's like second in line or third in line to be president here so she's got the fucking protection, which, I mean, she should. I mean, she's third in line to be president. Anybody should have that kind of protection. But I guess when she's not home, nobody's there watching. No one's patrolling. And, I mean, this is San Francisco, baby. This is, like, their garage is here and the sidewalk is here. These aren't, mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, rural areas. They're, like, on the streets of San Francisco, which, I mean, are already kind of, like, <laughs> not where you want to be. Because the streets of San Francisco right now are, like, covered in homeless camps and tents. And it's a lot going on there. Um, but where is the security? You know, bashing into somebody's house at that, that level, um, you know, of, like, notoriety. And there's no alarm system in the house. You know, there's no, like, automatic, like, the window breaks, calls the police. Like, where's the security here? Where's the the what ADT? 
Yeah, there's like there's no like there's not even like an alarm, like an alarm where you you know oh set the code before you go to bed sort of thing. Yeah, right. You know, well, and it seems like oh, um, Democrats have reported that since the um the like insurrection and the last election and all of the conspiracies around that, that they've you know heightened in threats mm-hmm. and i think even days before the insurrection um there was an article saying that the pelosi home was graffitied and a dead pig head was left on in front of their house and it's like i'm sorry like even after those like you know you're not gonna step up at all like yeah that that just seems like that's obviously gonna escalate right that sort of stuff i know i don't know i just i feel like if, if i was at that level i would have a little bit more security than just allowing somebody up the street to just walk up break into my window and get inside you know i feel mm-hmm. like there should be a little bit more going on there but you know, this is why we do not defund the police. Because I was just thinking that. I'm like, wasn't Nancy on the fucking speaker yelling to defund the police? But then I was looking up history. And I guess she never really said that. So I was like, okay, good. Because she knows <laughs> if the police weren't there, her husband would probably be dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's a, such a huge thing that people forget is that they see the the police as like, oh, they're <laughs> out just out to punish people. And it's like well what about the times that they've also protected people like right this reminds me of nick was saying yesterday a woman walked up to him and said um i would just like to know the justification of why all of your police cruisers idle all the time like how what is your justification for the pollution and um nick said well for for one especially in the winter like we need to be able to get in the car and go immediately to an emergency yeah and she no lie no joke it's on his axon said what emergency could possibly be that dire has she not lived in burlington (laughs) and i'm thinking what about the 21 stabbings this year you don't think those were emergencies (laughs) that warranted immediate action like people don't think I, until it happens to them, they're not thinking. She's coming up and asking Nick these questions about the police and all this and how they're idling and causing pollution. It's like she shouldn't have the right to even call 911 if she's being held at like night point. You know, like this is your choice. This is what you chose. You chose to defund the police and have this view. You don't get the right to call when there's a problem. That's what I feel. <laughs> well, and the thing is, too, he said the those people that, you know, question that and everything they're also the ones that will if something does happen to them then complain how why they didn't get you know why they weren't first priority why it took so long to get somebody it's like well because there was three people on a shooting scene and we couldn't (laughs) spare anybody to help you you know like and i have to say the police aren't the end-all be-all there's definitely stuff wrong in the structure but i don't think just getting rid of them is not the answer right I don't know what the answer is, but <laughs> well, I think I think we've all learned that um, defunding the police doesn't really solve much. I mean, look at how much crime is going on, especially in New York City. Like, I'm sorry, I do not want to take the subway. I will not be down there. Have you seen like like there's like a new thing going on where they're fucking pushing people onto the fucking train tracks? Like, it's like a new trend. 
like gangs oh, and shit. Just for shit and shits and gigs. Shits and gigs, you know, like just civilians walking down the tracks. And there's videos of just like people like full on charging at people and pushing them onto the tracks. Like there's been no altercation prior, just like random attacks. The crime is just like out of control. The repeat offenders that are causing the problems here, you know, they're going in, they know that they're going to go in, you know, and just come right back out and then repeat the crimes. Yeah. There needs to be a handle on this. You know, even here in Fort Lauderdale, I barely see police. I barely see them patrolling. And I'm like, is it because there's nobody who wants, like, sorry, I don't want to be a police officer. I don't want to do that, but I'll support you. (laughs) You know, personally, I don't think I could do it. So I'm going to support whoever is going to do it. You know, like they're putting their lives on the line. You know, you never know what's going to happen these days. It could be a simple traffic stop and somebody pulls out a gun and shoots you. It's a lot going on out there. (laughs) Well, and then any, uh, ask Paul Pelosi, anything can happen when you're just laying in your bed in your boxer briefs too. (laughs) Yeah, right. I mean, I guess that's what we got here on Polly. Um, Now, Nancy did come out with a statement. Um, it's very long and dragged out, but I will say that she said, <laughs> sadly, a violent man broke into our family home yesterday morning, demanded to confront me and brutally attacked my husband, Paul. Our children, our grandchildren and I are heartbroken and traumatized by the life threatening attack on our pop. We are grateful for the quick response of law enforcement and emergency services and for the life saving medical care he is receiving. So, I mean, everybody on both sides are like, condemning this whatever you know i mean who's gonna be like oh yeah yeah, get in there like no one's gonna support that so obviously they're gonna condemn it but i mean it's just it goes to show nobody's safe uh and to put some security in your damn house these days (laughs) i know like i'm thinking about growing up we didn't even lock the damn door we didn't even lock the front door right we had no need to Mm -hmm. yeah i know it's coming to a point where you walk down the street and i'm like I don't know if I feel even safe walking down the street these days. (laughs) Like, I feel scared when I'm alone walking down the street, but then if there are other people, I'm also scared because then it's like, who, what is one of these people's going to, like, you can't win. You can't win. So, (laughs) I don't know. It is what it is, Megan. We got the midterm elections coming up. We got five days or four days out, Megan. So, everybody get out there Mm -hmm. and vote. Midterms are coming. Um, And, I mean, it's a very important election. I'm just telling you guys, very important election. Oh my gosh, it like even here, just the constant like every there's people with signs on every goddamn street corner. <laughs> I'm ta- uh, um oh another thing I just saw on the news, the New Hampshire uh Republican running for Senate, he just got attacked the other day. He was walking Oh my god. So I mean, it's across the aisle. Everyone's getting attacked here. The left are attacking, the right are attacking. It's just like Oh my God, who wants to be a public figure these days? I mean, nobody's safe. I, no one's safe out there. Like, I don't want to be out here. I feel like oh. I've said this for a while, but I truly believe that, like, as a country, oh my God, it sounds so conspiratorial, but <laughs> as a country, we're reaching a boiling point. And I don't know what's, I feel like it's going to be a civil war. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be like political. Well, I guess the first civil war was kind of political parties, too. Well, I mean, just the like North and the South, but back in the day, like, Everybody was pretty united. Like, you know, the Olympics, everyone loved to support the U.S. Um, Like, presidents, like, you know, a lot of times, no one cared if they were Democrat or Republican. They loved JFK. You know, everybody loved him. And the whole country was united. And everybody, like, you know, agreed and loved each other. And now, like, our entire lifetime, Megan, we have been divided. 
Like we have only lived in a country that's been divided and it's pretty like even, evenly divided, like 50, 50, either you're a Democrat or Republican. And, you know, a lot of times people on both ends are like very far or very uh, far left or very far right. And there's like no middle ground. It's like, why can't we just live in the middle here? Why is it so like, you know, divisive? I don't know. I wish- well, then people that do try to be in the middle, then they're like, then you believe in nothing. <laughs> right. Like, th- then how could you let this, like, yeah. 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 You're- it's kind of forcing people to pick a side, even if they don't necessarily, like, believe in everything on one side. It's like, you have to. Right. Or you at least have to pretend. Yeah. But, I mean, not to get political here on Crime on Tap, um, but I think that's all we have for today's episode, Megan. Yeah. So make sure to listen to us. On Spotify, Apple, the other ones, Breaker Breaker 49er. <laughs> Follow us on um, Instagram at Creme on Tap Pod to be sure to be kept up, up on the latest. I don't even know if that was English. I don't know what the order of words I said. Tell your friends, foes, bros, hoes, and Oreos. Oh my God. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Where, Where crime, crime is always, always on. on. <laughs> 